0: In this episode, we discuss Night and Day, the 2010 Oscar winner for a pun title that doesn't make sense. Welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Elliot Kalen.
1: and I'm special surprise guest. <laughs> figure out who I am, then write in two weeks from now and tell me who you think I am. Yeah,
2: Not,
0: don't write to us. Write to him.
1: Yes, when you figure out who I am, find me.
0: That would be a great flop house contest, but I feel like we have to uh we have to identify our guests. All uh, right, you're the you boss. Do, you do the honors.
2: Uh please joining please. us today is uh my friend and coworker Mr. Wyatt Sinek.
1: Damn it, you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined everything. Contest over, we, everyone. No. I'm sorry. No. Elliot... <laughs> can't let a contest just go. I know that everyone here, they wanted to be involved in the contest. (laughs) They wanted to have fun because that's what podcasts are about. They're about having fun while you're listening to the podcast. You're out there scavenger hunting, looking for me. (laughs) Here's the
2: thing. Our listeners know that we introduce a lot of contests that are never paid off. Yeah. And winners are never chosen. So I wanted to save them the trouble.
0: People actually uh, write in asking when the next vaguely defined contest (laughs) is going to be. And uh, I hate to disappoint them. So I guess this is it. Oh, yeah. It.
1: This contest had a clear winner. Mm-hmm. If me? You f- n- no. If you figured out who I was, then you got to help me move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the prize? Yeah. I think, I, I think the, Elliot,
0: you just uh, committed yourself to oh, helping me move. Oh, I don't want to do move. that. Oh, yeah. I get all right.
1: The flip side of that, if you assumed I was, like, I don't know, that, like, crusty hobo that hangs out under the train station... Then you go and you make a new friend. So were you on the flop
2: house? Well, I stayed in a flop house.
1: Wait, is it one hobo that found another? Our hobo? listener
2: who was who knew about that guy is also a hobo. You have Lucy Pete as a listener.
0: Two elderly lady hobos together.
2: Now there's a show. It's the Golden Girls, but they're homeless. <laughs> this is a show I think yeah. we can do. Yeah, I like it. Now, listeners, the homeless girls, tin cup girls, <laughs> tin cup.
0: <laughs> the Penny Whistle Girls Listeners, of course, will be familiar with Wyatt uh, From this podcast, probably just a few moments yeah. ago Yep, you just heard his voice And, yep. and uh, from uh, Untitled Kanye West HBO Project Probably <laughs> yes. the number one Yes, Someone, someone went to IMDb today <laughs> That's, I think, the only reason IMDb exists So people can make that joke <laughs> um, But no, of course, The Daily Show Daily
2: Show the hit film, hit blockbuster film, Medicine for Melancholy. Mm-hmm. And the
1: untitled Kanye West HBO project that, mm-hmm. keeping fingers crossed, it's been about four or five years now. No. <laughs> we still haven't heard back. So any day, HBO I mean, will greenlight it, and it will be the thing that follows Game of Thrones. <laughs> <And laughs> Kanye is not one of those guys
2: who just kind of lets a project fall without
0: coming back to it.
2: I wouldn't think so.
0: Especially now <laughs> if that project is tweeting.
1: He yeah, taking to that. I'm just saying
2: hard. Adam West did not raise a kid who did not follow through <laughs> on his promises. That's
1: true. <laughs> Adam West and Diane West <laughs> <laughs> their
2: son, Kanye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another great show idea. The Wests. <laughs> Meet the Wests. On after the Tin Cup Girls. <laughs> it's
0: called the Westing Game. <laughs> we Man. call it the Rich and Poor Hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is much more fun than actually talking about the uh, the movie we... I feel like I need to get this on track, but I don't want to.
1: Well, you're the boss. You decide. No, I mean... Uh, All right, new contest. <laughs> if you call in right now, if no. you're the 45th caller, you get to decide what we talk about. That's a good contest
2: if this was airing live. Or they knew where to call. Hold on. Oh,
0: first, figure out yeah. where to call. First, figure out my number. And then if 44 of you figure it out...
2: Here's a hint. It's got a two in it.
1: Don't give it away! That's just to get them started. Oh. You ruin every contest.
2: <laughs> I'm the contest ruiner. Yep. Yeah. That was my uh, Batman villain
0: character.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> he it's, just
2: keeps like... He just ruined contests, which is not technically
0: <laughs> a crime. <laughs> Just Bruce Wayne is like a real like contest aficionado. He like, just loves him. He <laughs> loves contests.
1: Well, Batman, it looks like you've won this scratcher. <laughs> but I'm going to scratch everything off. Oh, no, you
0: know? contest runner. <laughs>
2: like Bruce Wayne's sitting in the movies and the screen scramble is up and the contest runner just yells out the answer. <laughs> it's I, Indiana Jones. I didn't even get a chance to read it yet.
1: Oops, <laughs> guess I ruined your contest. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to ruin the movie too. The bureau gets adjusted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert!
1: That's my sidekick. Who's just me because I can't afford a real sidekick? You're so lucky that you have your own ward. Man, I wish. I wish I could feed myself.
2: Oh, the movie's been going for ten minutes. I don't know what's happening because he keeps talking.
1: I told you, the bureau gets adjusted. That's me ruining your day.
0: <laughs> yeah, the contest ruiner is branching out into just, just, just ruining movies. Well, only, I you hope know, he doesn't irritating. team up with
1: seven pounds. Be... New contest. <laughs> Those of you who are artists, why don't you draw us a few panels of Batman versus the contest ruiner? See, now that's a good that's contest. A good contest. Considering unsolicited,
2: we have people sending in pictures of Penny from Inspector Gadget fighting a dinosaur.
1: Yeah. Well, now you got something else to kill kill your day with. As you're listening to this podcast, hating the job you're in, doodling on some graph paper, why don't you doodle something with purpose? I'm and the, speaking specifically about one of you who works with graph paper.
0: And the prize is the feeling of accomplishment you get after having drawn the contest, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
2: So the movie we watched tonight was called Night and Day. Now, you might be thinking... Oh, night and day, N I G H T N Day. No, wrong. Mm-hmm. Spelled like a knight, like a medieval knight. Like Knight and Day. Exactly. Knight and Day.
1: So like M. Knight Shyamalan. <laughs> exactly.
2: But not spelled that way at all.
1: That's how he spells it. Because he's a knight.
2: He then he would be Sir M. Knight Shyamalan.
1: Well, he he doesn't want to be so formal. Oh, okay. That's pretty good then. Yeah. So
0: yeah, this is a film, a blockbuster film, blockbuster film with James, two James Mangold directed
2: it. James Mangold, man made out of gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to assume <laughs> his Batman name. Villain. I have to assume he was just named James Goldman and he changed his name. But uh,
1: if you say it too fast, it sounds like James Mangold. Yeah, like, like he got mangled. Oh, that poor, <laughs> poor mangled guy. man! You should let him direct the movie. Man,
2: direct the movie that's, <laughs> that he wants to. That doesn't really make any sense when you get down to it.
1: Let him direct it. He's been mangled.
2: So, to tell the story in a nutshell, uh, Cameron Diaz is. Ellie, get out of that nutshell. Yeah, eh, huh, huh, Wow. Classic vaudeville bit. Batman Villain, the podcast ruiner. (laughs) 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 Um, Cameron Diaz has to get back to Boston for her sister's wedding. But on the plane, she runs, or in the airport, she bumps into Tom Cruise, who, of course, turns out to be a spy. And mm-hmm. through a series of hijinks that involve Tom Cruise killing everyone on a plane and then crashing it, Tom Cruise shooting Cameron Diaz's ex-boyfriend in the leg, Tom Cruise getting her into danger and death and trouble, and Tom Cruise wearing a turtleneck sweater at one point—mock uh, <laughs> turtleneck, mock turtleneck, mock
0: turtleneck with a uh, with a sport coat over it. Yeah, very classy. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Tom being a Swiss chalet. <laughs> Serving uh, some hot chocolate with a little mush- marshmallows and, and, and a marshmallows. ink. in need
1: of a mustache.
2: Yes, he should have had a mustache and marshmallows <laughs> and marshmallows, <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> which are like and mushmelons.
2: <laughs> but the uh, so basically, Tom Cruise is a spy. He's been framed by another spy what? to make it look like he is going rogue and stealing a super secret battery invented by mm-hmm. awkward genius Paul Dano. And it's the battery's called the Zephyr. It's called the Zephyr. He's been framed into making it look like he stole the Zephyr and is trying to sell it to a Spanish crime boss who for some reason wants this. I guess he's Named
1: Anthony Quintano. Yes. (laughs) I remembered names. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, I just remember him as Spanish Fisher Stevens. (laughs) (laughs) Which is
2: also – Pretty accurate. He's yeah. an arms dealer, so he wants this battery, I guess, to power the n- the nuclear weapon that w- he will sell to somebody. But it's never really explained why he wants it. Um, so there's a series of hijinks. It's like a romantic comedy with a lot of guns and things. Yeah. And Cameron Diaz – they run around and they get captured and Cameron Diaz gets knocked out like 80 times. Yes. And – Well, I- not like- just
1: knocked out, like roofied. Yeah, roofied Tom by Cruise. Tom
2: Cruise. And once Vulcan neck pinched to knock her out. Right, yeah. He, ne-
0: he never he never punches her and knocks her out. No. Yeah, he like roofies no, roofies no, he is a knockout. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Let me tell you. Takes his shirt off. <laughs> that is a uh, that is a buff older man.
2: <laughs> they, he and Cameron Diaz are both uh, like a little too old to be playing these parts. And they're both in very Ages. good – Well, no, but they, they're in very good shape. But in, they're in the good shape that like people in their 40s are in where their skin is like a little too tight
1: in an artificially weird way. See, but that's what I liked about it is that – They are the perfect ages to be doing this. Cameron Diaz, you know, struggling as her sister, her younger sister, is getting married and not dealing with it well. So when she's on an empty airplane with Tom Cruise, uh, the first thing she thinks to do is get drunk and make out with him, even though she'd (laughs) never met him before.
2: Never met him before and doesn't seem to think it's weird that – there's no one almost no one else on the plane the people who are on the plane are all dead, and you can just walk around during turbulence and no one tells you to stop. right early
1: on. it was a great uh, commercial for commercial airline travel because uh, early on in the movie, they go and they get on uh, she tries to get on the same flight that Tom Cruise is getting on to go to Boston. She's
2: already checked in. She's past security,
1: past security. Goes to board the plane. They say, the plane's full. You can't get on this plane. And then, all of a sudden, through some sort of magic, the movie magic, (laughs) she gets on the airplane to find that there were only eight people who were also on this airplane. Um, Presumably all trying to get back to Lost Island. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: Shannon from Lost is in the movie as uh, her sister, so... I guess that was the, the tie-in there. But yeah, she, she – she 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 later on after – Yeah, that uh, was a
2: big selling point for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was the unofficial Lost crossover <laughs> yep. or Lost Over as they called it. <laughs> they had Burger King uh, figurines. Figurines, plastic mugs, mm-hmm. the contest, get lost on Lost <laughs> with Night and Day. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering. It's <laughs> waiting for the Night and Day tie-in. Um, so we could go over basically the plot in more detail but it's basically – Just Cameron Diaz getting pulled along on a series of adventures, falling for Tom Cruise, Mm -hmm. not trusting him and turning him in, then realizing he was the hero after all, having to try to save him, and then they both save each other, and there's a lot of shooting and explosions and everything works out okay in the end. And she
1: also meets his parents.
2: She meets his parents who think he died in the Gulf War. Yeah, And of course, apparently he is now undercover as a spy. His parents think he's dead. But he has arranged to the government that his parents keep winning the lottery and the publishers clearing house sweepstakes.
1: Yeah. So that they can like... get money for stuff because they're stupid old people.
0: Yeah. But, I mean that's, a, that's more money than – that seems like an abuse of power. Can't just <laughs> yeah. have arranged some sort of pension nope. system or – Nope. Lottery. <laughs> okay. Oh, and
1: Cameron Diaz is a mechanic. Yes. Cameron Diaz is a mechanic who's obsessed
2: with her dad's GTO and talks about it a lot and finally gets to drive it at the end and you wonder why didn't she drive this car before since she owns it
1: yeah are you asking <laughs>
2: I, anybody the, the god the universe
1: new contest <laughs> <laughs> uh what like there's just a lot Wyatt of – Why
0: is the Batman villain the contest inventor? <laughs> <laughs> he bedevils Batman by inventing all sorts of contests directly. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, best uh, best bat costume. I was like, well, see, I really should – I shouldn't enter this contest. I feel like I'd be a shoe in for this one. So it's always a trick. Robin has to be like, no, Batman.
2: It's not It's not a real contest. It's
0: clearly been specifically designed.
2: Robin, this flyer was photocopied and pasted on a light pole. This is a real contest.
1: <laughs> no, he's just trying to get you to fill out his your address and so that way he can send you mailers. <laughs> he just wants to send you circulars.
2: Look, he sells ad space on his
1: circulars.
2: <laughs> you're just falling right into his hands. Yeah. Oh,
1: Batman, this is – you're just going to be – the front stoop is just going to be covered in – I could win $100,000 in prizes. <laughs> no. He's going to get you on that BMG CD thing. <laughs> Robin, all I have to do is subscribe
2: to four magazines, and I'm entered to win a million dollars. And I can cancel the
0: magazines at any time. Batman, you're a billionaire. You don't need to. You have oh, no need for another Look at million. the prices of these magazines. <laughs> you know what?
2: 6 99. I'm getting you self-magazine, Robin. <laughs> getting you're a little welcome. tubby around the old thighs there.
1: My young ward. I know you're always trying to get into that girl's head. (laughs) So a little (laughs) self-magazine to better understand the ladies. (sighs) Um... One thing that
0: <laughs> Ellie, you've got a burgeoning comics writing career. I think that you could pitch these stories.
1: <laughs> I don't really think I can pitch these stories. The contest ruiner or the contest inventor. Wait until the wait until we get the panels in from people. Yeah, and see who's <laughs> and then, best. Yeah, yeah. There might be real visual some, si- feel. some sizzle art. To show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to have your sizzle reel ready. Yeah. Um. Something that just struck me early in the movie. Uh. Tom Cruise's character, uh, whose name is like Rummy Miller or something like that. Um, His name is Roy Miller. Rummy Miller. <laughs> so Rummy, uh, he has this battery, this Zephyr device, and he has to hide it because he knows that the FBI, are they're looking for him at the airport. So he's trying to find something to hide it in. And then he finds a knight figurine, which right. he puts it in. Yeah, which and screws it, open somehow. Yeah, somehow it's a hollowed out thing. But there's a moment where he looks at it and he's like, haha, this is the perfect thing. <laughs> and then later on, you learn that his real last name is Knight. Yeah. And there's something very arrogant, beautifully arrogant, <laughs> about a guy being like, what to hide this in? <laughs> The thing that reminds me most of me. (laughs) (laughs) I would have liked it
2: if his name was Miller and he found like a tiny figurine of a guy working a mill. They did not have
0: that in the the gift shop. Or like a pepper
2: mill or something like that. But there's no one named Day
0: in the movie. Well, I think you missed Susan Day's uh, cameo. (laughs) I must have.
2: It's like you're waiting for the character named Day to show up. And I feel like that, what would be a great after credit sequence. Yeah. Hey, folks, it's me, Day. <laughs> Were you waiting for me?
0: Here I am. Well, goodbye. <laughs> Have a good ride home.
1: <laughs> well, there was that one character, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think that really there, there counts. There was the one
0: character, Deus Ex Machina, at the end of the movie. Huh? Huh? Get out of that nutshell, Elliot. Huh? <laughs> wow over doubling two down. I'm over tri- two doubling down on it.
1: <laughs> there's also something strange about the movie and i think this is something i enjoy about the movie i've decided these guys they can trash it but <laughs> i want to work in hollywood and i know <laughs> everyone in hollywood off Tom listens to this podcast oh, yeah. so i don't want to piss anybody off because seriously if you make a night and day two or night and day and sunset, I would love to be in it. Play in Charles Sunset. Well, but that's the thing. His name is Knight and you think, Oh, that's awesome. You should you you could do something with that. But instead, that's the name he no longer goes by. Yeah, that's like the true. movie really should be called like Miller and Hagen, <laughs> um, attorneys at law,
2: or just have Miller be his old name and Knight is his current name. I
1: mean, that seems like it's yeah, like Michael Knight. It's, like if
2: you're gonna play, if you're gonna have a figurine of a knight and have someone named Knight, just like go with it all
1: out. Well, it's like our movie, Truth and Justin. Yeah, Truth and yeah, the starring. <laughs> Just starring Anthony
2: Truth and Justin Justice.
1: That's right. Or featuring. Yeah, and it makes sense because it's got both of their names. It's got Truth and Justin and yeah. Justin for Justin Justice. Yeah. Justin Justice. That is
2: Truth in advertising. Yeah, Truth and Justin <laughs> <laughs> in advertising. All right. I'm trying to th- Like, I'm trying to think of a way to tell the plot of this movie that doesn't get bogged down in details because it's just a series of set pieces, basically.
0: Yeah, you don't like, need to. I mean, you know, she... Uh... I feel
2: like la- with the last podcast with Gooby, you guys went all out with the plot. Like, wow. I felt like I had seen the movie Criticism. when it was over.
1: <laughs> but this time, like... You guys should have a podcast where you criticize each other. <laughs> I think that's this podcast. <laughs> <is> podcast. <laughs> it's basically this podcast. <laughs> what were you thinking last week? Uh... I heard your podcast,
2: and I didn't care for uh, it.
1: Callers, if you have anything you want <laughs> to add. There's no callers. <laughs> if, if, really? If I wasn't on the podcast,
2: I wouldn't
0: listen to the podcast.
2: <laughs> but there's like there's a scene. There's a fight in a in a kitchen on a train. There's a shootout in a boat construction mm-hmm. building. In Brooklyn. <laughs> in Brooklyn. It's a Brooklyn – I assume it's supposed to be like the Brooklyn Naval Yards, yeah. but that got turned into a movie studio, I thought. but it's, I don't know.
0: It's somewhere – they're they're down in Dumbo. Afterwards, they shop for some art. It was a whole day. Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Yep. Set up a studio space. Yeah. they went and saw they went and saw a screening of Sandman. Sorry, that was something that Elliot and I did in Dumbo once. That's, that's, that's a, a reference to, to
2: one thing that happened. One like as if that's always going on in Dumbo. <laughs> that they're showing the movie our friend Eric was in. Yep. As if the audience is gonna be like, all oh, right, always watching Sandman in Dumbo.
0: Uh no, as I said, while we're watching the movie, it's, it's the movie is charade with explosions. It's you know, yeah. There's a woman who, uh, <laughs>
2: unlike any other movie, <laughs>
0: there's a woman who who there's a, this guy says that he's a secret agent, and she is not sure whether to trust him and think that he's like a good guy or he might just be a paranoid, crazy person who's killing a bunch of people.
2: Yeah, and they are being chased and they have adventures. And I will say about her, she is the maybe the dumbest. Lead female character I've seen in a movie in a long time. She's eager to believe whatever anyone tells her. Mm-hmm. A moment ago, she runs right into gun- hails of gunfire.
0: Yeah, she does a lot of flailing
1: of the arms. A lot of running around with her arms flailing like olive oil. That's what, <laughs> like, that's what personally I love about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love is, I love it that they took convention and turned it on its ear and said, you know what? The convention could- of what the, the competent woman. <laughs> The convention of uh, your typical character who's being dragged along in somebody else's adventure, uh, that she, rather than be skeptical of it, has a positive attitude. <laughs> Just goes with it all the time. Is like, sure, yes, you've drugged me like five
2: times. Well, you mm-hmm. did say, uh, this is the same movie that while we were watching it, Wyatt, you referred to as a defense of date rape.
1: <laughs> it kind of the amount of times she gets drugged it does seem like cuz she gets drugged and then every time she gets drugged it like goes to white and then she like wakes up and she's in a hotel and then kind of falls asleep again and then she's in a hammock on the beach <laughs> and it seems like if anybody were trying to make any sort of ad campaign for the benefits of roofies it's like if you sold roofies to people like this this is the way you would do it this yeah. is well this is roofies, if, if every time you never you, know
2: where you're gonna wake up <laughs> exactly
1: yeah people would probably be less inclined to put napkins or coasters on top of their drinks when they go out to smoke cigarettes uh, that impenetrable force field well, yeah. <laughs> of Wait. a napkin or coaster well it's foolproof the, it's to, foolproof it's really more of a courtesy they It's put
0: they put a little hair on top of the napkin that uh, they put on the thing. So, so they so know if it's either. been tampered, yeah. No, but what you forget why it is at the end of the movie, uh Cameron Diaz roofies Tom Cruise and then changes his clothes. So That's right. if also, a woman does it to a man too, then it's okay. Like it's 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 not just that she's roofy, but that
1: she's roofy and then wakes up in a bikini. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, but she had been roofied a few times before. Before that, that too. yeah, it wasn't the
2: first
0: What's time. What's she- roofie mm. for the goose is Roofy for the gander is what this movie is saying.
2: I guess what I, what I'm saying is Roofy me once, shame on you. <laughs> Roofy me twice,
0: shame on me. Roofy me three times, night and day. That's yes.
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> the old saying. The flop house tonight is brought to you by Jack's Roofies. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about Roofy and that special someone that you just met five minutes ago. <laughs> Go with Jack's roofies.
2: <laughs> I'm Jack of Jack's roofies, and I don't just sell roofies. I use them, too. Hey, Jack, I bought you... Oh, I'm feeling so sleepy. <laughs> Another
0: successful roofie from Jack's roofies. Jack's roofies. Doop, boop
1: boop doop
0: Reminds me of the, uh... <laughs> this show's so rarely good to do an improv bit. That's, uh... That's, that's what, what happens you when you have a professional pro- comedian. Exactly.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. Was I not supposed to bring my keyboard <laughs> and my pool floats that we were – my pool noodles that we were going no, to – No, we've got a lot of things we
2: can pretend those pool noodles are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's who's line this thing. <laughs> line there's I was like, it's time for wacky props. Who knows what prop we're going to bring out? It's going to be a pool noodle. <laughs> it's always a pool noodle. <laughs> you just stop buying props. <laughs>
0: It's also like, oh, I have no idea what this is. No one's familiar with a pool noodle. (laughs) Oh, I guess I'm going to float around on this.
1: (laughs) For the people who were watching that in the emergency room of a hospital at 2 in the morning, chances are they probably don't know what a pool noodle
0: is. I love this world that's been constructed where that's that's the main... uh, that's the main, like the Nielsen studies. It's like, oh, people who watch Whose Line are all in a recovery room in a hospital.
1: Yeah, they're all like, oh, I got to get this G.I. Joe figure out of my ear. Why'd my kid do this to me? Oh. And then some kid who's like, you're not my real daddy. <laughs> and then it's like, get this G.I. Joe figure out of my ear. I hate you. I wish my real daddy was here. I I was <laughs> like this is ass. elaborate.
2: I don't even, and they just, it just sounds like they don't even notice that whose line is it anyway is on the TV.
1: <laughs> we hate each other. But wait, we both love this. What is he holding? We both love short form
0: improv games. <laughs>
1: Hey, isn't that Drew Carey from the Drew Carey Show? <laughs> <laughs> the <Grand> of Cleveland. <laughs>
2: that voice is really creeping me out. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a little kid who had a smoking problem <laughs> uh, as a fetus, and then got one of those voice modulators by about seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. some
0: voice work. Uh, yeah. Anywho,
1: so night and day, <laughs> I can I can do my voiceover sizzle reel while we're doing this too, right? <laughs> Yep, just <laughs> a lot of different sizzle reels we put together tonight.
0: That's why you came here tonight. You actually, you accidentally taped over your voiceover reel. You're like, oh, it should just be cheaper to do this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: I'm Wyatt Snack. Here are my profiles. <coughs>
2: I guess what I'm saying about this movie is it's a pretty it's kind of boilerplate movie. It's not a terrible movie, but it's not a very good movie. Yeah. It does have a scene where they're chased by CGI bulls through the streets of Spain. You know. Jumanji. <laughs> like just like Jumanji <laughs> and a motorcycle on a bridge. Just sure. like Lethal Weapon 4. And what other scenes are there in it? The ending is basically the same ending as Repo Man.
1: There was the scene where he's on he's on top of the car and they go through the tunnel and then uh, Oh and the car flips the over him. The car flips over, over him, him kind of like in Mission Impossible. Mhm. When the thing exploded over him. And
0: he does he does the Mission Impossible 3 run at the end. You mean with like his arms are stiff? He's a robot stiff. arm.
1: <laughs> What's great yeah, is if, if you ever find I, I, yourself... I wish,
2: I wish that while he was running through that, he was just saying to himself, I am a running robot. <laughs> I am a running robot. Because he does look like, a man, like someone who's never seen that person run before.
1: That's if you ever find yourself in Santa Monica, California, at the right time of day, you can see him running the beach just <laughs> like that. <laughs> and people leave him alone yeah. He, yeah. Th- because they think, oh, my God. That guy has to go save something.
0: <laughs> but if you see him, make a wish. Because that wish will come true.
1: <laughs> really? Is that how it works? That's
0: the legend of Santa Monica. <laughs> that's how it goes.
1: <sighs>
2: the legend of Bagger Vance of Santa Monica. That's how
0: I, that's how I won my wife. I saw Tom Cruise <laughs> running and I made a wish. And now she's mine forever. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Romantic. <laughs> it's,
2: although a little Very weird, weird s- that you won her. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you like... What was the contest? It was
0: sponsored by
2: the... Well, um, Batman, <laughs> we're a wife.
0: First one who spots Tom Cruise wins. Well, my crime fighting has really uh, has prevented me from dating like a normal person.
1: <laughs> he also had an uh, an iPod Touch that gave him information and he could use it to open car doors.
2: Yeah. Well, he had an... It, and it would show him... Uh, he had, His iPhone would... Show him the earth, then zoom in on a house,
1: and then show him inside of the house. <coughs> yeah. And inside that house, his parents doing it nonstop <laughs> All the like time. jackrabbits because they think their kid is dead. So there's nothing to stop them from doing it. <laughs> Because yeah. they don't have to worry yeah, about their happens. kids showing up. <laughs> that's what happens
0: after a child dies. Nonstop fuckfest.
2: I saw Don't Look Back. Or Don't Look Now. That, that's true. The movie with Donald Sutherland and Julie yeah. Christie.
0: That's exactly what happens. Someone should, someone should warn uh, his parents that they're going to get killed by a tiny, <laughs> like a dwarf in a red uh, raincoat. Yeah, thing. well,
2: only if they go to Venice. Yeah. Spoilers. Beach.
0: Spoilers, by the way.
2: Um, this, yeah, there's... <laughs> and uh, Peter Sarsgaard is in it. <laughs>
0: he is. Uh, um, Paul Dano. He's Viola Davis. Is Viola Davis plays doing almost nothing Has, in the, has movie. the
2: thankless role of the Carmen Sandiego chief, <laughs> yeah. who runs the spy agency and just tells exposition to people, but as
1: emotionlessly as possible.
0: It's yeah. a good gig,
1: you know. A gig I'm available for. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Wyatt Snack. I'm represented by UTA. Uh, More voices. (laughs) How's my voice? This this is not very different. Sort of a combination of the two voices from before. I only have three voices. (laughs) There's
0: there's voice A, voice B, and voice (laughs) (laughs) A-B. But what I give you is variety.
1: (laughs) You don't. You don't at all. There's only three voices. How many voices can you do? I don't know. Dan, how many voices can you do? <clears throat> well, you can do just, Michael Caine.
0: I do have Michael Caine. Hold on. Hold on. So when I was making Jaws the Revenge, <laughs> the first thing I, I said when I saw the script was, this is a great script. And that was without looking at the script. It just literally when I saw the script. That, that's, that's all I So say. that's his Michael Caine. I did
1: the same thing when I made <laughs> Leonard Part 6. <laughs> oh, my God. Such big stars are in the <laughs> studio a, tonight.
0: <laughs> it's a round table of... Common impressions
2: <laughs> oh, oh faith and Begora, I'm just a generic Irishman of some kind, chief O'Hara from Batman <laughs> that's me, oh, nothing to see here move along i think
0: I think, along with Jacks roofies, Batman sponsored this episode <laughs> uh. oh.
2: well i uh, I guess what we ultimately the message of night and day was there's not a lot to talk about when it comes to the movie night and day.
1: Um, there were Uzis, there were a lot of weapons, a lot of sunglasses, too. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. This was a movie that was entirely, it was like, basically a movie about guns and sunglasses and cars.
1: Gun glasses. And gun glasses. <laughs> sunglasses and sun cars.
2: Guns. <laughs> <laughs> to keep the glare out of your gun's eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, everyone's always wearing sunglasses, putting on new pairs of sunglasses. But specifically Tom Cruise. Like, yeah. There are moments where... He does something crazy like jumps on top of a car and there's like gunfire and a crash and then he disappears for like five minutes and he comes back with new sunglasses on.
2: He's a guy on the run who is constantly – who brought like 13 pairs of sunglasses with him.
1: Well, he had to bring the essentials and when it came to essentials, there are certain things you need. Sunglasses. You know you, know you need a clean pair of underpants. You need a gun. You need a few different passports with all of your aliases. Yeah. And you need, like, 13 to 14
0: pairs
2: of sunglasses. And a tiny figurine of a night that you can hide a super battery in. And, oh, a, it,
1: and a bikini you can
0: change someone into.
2: <laughs> yeah, that means he had a bikini on hand.
0: Yeah. Unless we just didn't see the scene where he was shopping for it. <laughs> that would be great if she was drugged throughout, like, this whole scene where he you went, you're like, uh, okay, I got to measure her. <laughs> he took her in to the, the shop, and the he's shopkeeper the, was like, I don't know if I feel comfortable <laughs> with her. He's in the her. fitting
2: room just kind of trying to pull the yeah. bikinis on her. This doesn't fit. <laughs>
1: Are they... he, he puts her in a wheelchair, and he's like, yeah, she's in a weird, like, her, her brain is active, but <laughs> it's a weird, like...
0: She still likes to look pretty, though, so if you, you know, if you can help her out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my wife.
0: <laughs> my wife.
1: Oh, my poor brain-dead wife, who loves to Women be wearing shopping, bikini. am I right? Uh, brain-dead <laughs> brain or no? They love it. Uh, if the... you're brain-dead and you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> please write us. <laughs> for the i'm brain dead contest it wasn't a contest It was just to sort of get the brain dead people involved uh, i appreciate that
0: yeah you know he was hoping that if we stimulated them by asking them to write then that would be a cure here's
2: something the movie fooled me with that tom Cruise says we're gonna do this and i'm gonna get you home in time for your do- for your sister's wedding and i was like oh so the movie's gonna end when they get back to the sister's wedding yeah nope <laughs> he gets her back to the wedding and then there's a whole other act that comes after yeah. that. And I felt like – there's the story w- uh, when William Goldman wrote about Big Lebowski, where he's like, they keep talking about this bowling competition that's coming up. And he was looking at Big Lebowski as being written like a normal screenplay. So he's like, oh man, I can't wait till this big bowling competition. <laughs> like, this is when the movie's going to tie everything together, the bowling competition. And of course, there is no bowling com- <laughs> competition in Big Lebowski. Like, it's the least important piece of information in the movie. And William Goldman felt taken, like, what? I invested a lot in waiting for this bowling competition. So I kind of felt like that about the wedding, which passes by really fast.
1: Yeah, it does. It it's does not
2: mean. the end. Of the, it's not like the end
0: beat of the movie. So you're saying that this is a brilliant comedy, like the No, I it. am
1: not saying that. Oh, okay. I think that's what you said. No, it didn't and mean I'm it. Glad to hear. No, you finally have a positive <laughs> say response. No, and
2: not at all. <laughs> not, uh, not the truth or the thing.
1: Another m- moment in the film that stood out for me was, uh, uh, crud, it I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really stood out. <laughs> yeah, really. Highlight of the film. <laughs> Ooh. Highlights. Ooh. For oh! Kids. Okay, here it is.
2: <laughs> 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 it's going to come to you any moment now. Uh,
1: in the end of the movie, he clears his name. Tom Cruise clears his name because he had been framed. Uh, it's never totally clear why the other FBI agent decided to. Specifically, frame him. Oh
2: uh, well, the well, he knew Peter Sarsgaard, the bad agent. I think knew Tom Cruise was particularly friendly with Paul Dano, the young scientist who had invented the super battery, the so, Zephyr device. The Zephyr device. So he chose to frame him, uh, because then if Tom Cruise <laughs> escaped with Paul Dano and the battery, which he would do to keep Paul Dano safe. It would look like he was kidnapping him to sell him to the arms dealer. Yeah, he also chose
0: to frame him because he was the super agent <laughs> who, who was could who was the only one anything. who would
2: win the day. Yeah. Yeah. And also, and the movie ends. I should mention, by the way, the battery. It turns out is unstable and is heating up over time. Right, which means that just as Peter Sarsgaard is escaping with it in a helicopter, it explodes in his hands. It's called timing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's and every Tom good Cruise. I know.
0: Has been carrying this battery around in like a little pouch in his pocket For up days. until that point. <laughs> yeah. Plastic night.
1: Yeah. Um, but the part that stood out for me is after, after he wins and he clears his name, uh, something that happened right before that was he got shot mm-hmm. and he had to go to the hospital. And when he wakes up, you think he's going to see Cameron Diaz. <laughs> but, As her people would pronounce it. But instead he sees viola davis (laughs) as her people would pronounce it and uh she's the you know the she's the black character in any of these movies which means (laughs) she's the police chief black Um, characters are black actors and actors have risen to such
2: uh heights of middle authority (laughs) in movies they're always the middle managers
1: well especially when it comes to law enforcement (laughs) say hey young black kids watching this You, too, could be police chief one day. You don't get to go out in the field and do exciting stuff like shoot guns. Mm -mm. You get to glare disapprovingly. You get to yell at people and threaten to take their badges. That's power. Black power. And if you're lucky, you'll die three days before your retirement. Keep your eyes on the prize. Uh, But he wakes up. She's in the hospital, and she's like, Congratulations, your name has been cleared. And then she uh, says to him, like, well, you know, uh, we got to get you back into the office as soon as you uh, heal up. Which uh, seems like, oh, wow, my name's been cleared. I get to go back to work and be an agent again. And then she leaves, and then he's sitting there staring at the ceiling, and a nurse. <laughs> For like half a day. Yeah, well, what else are you going to do Until the, the sun goes down. That's Watch whose the, line is it anyway. That's the day. It's now the night. Oh, Michael Knight. But, uh, Knight Rider. A nurse brings him a little shot of something. Just a jigger of medicine. Yeah. He drinks it. And he's like, what's going on? <laughs> and he's about to black out. And the nurse is Camarón Díaz. <laughs> and she's like, I'm here to save you. <laughs> I know you don't want to go back to that job that you really like. And <laughs> you're you great were- at that you were probably trying to clear your name so you could go back to, I'm going to kidnap you, and you're going to live with me, sexy misery style.
0: <laughs> See, this is another voice you can do. you can do Cameron Diaz. That's true. It's a great Cameron Diaz impression. Cameron Diaz. Yes. For the next Shrek film. They can just kill quiet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Instead. Shrek
2: the ninth. Yep. For Shrek babies.
0: <laughs> Little Shrekken. <laughs>
1: Hey, I'm a little ugly troll man. <laughs> no, then
0: not, then not to the handsome, do the voice. Not to do the voice of Shrek. I'm all no, to do the. <laughs> go back you to do all the voices. Him. You do all the voices, Elliot. That's I
2: think thing. what it is is that why he needs to do a one-man show of Shrek.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a donkey, <Duncan. laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I am puss in boots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the characters just state who they are. That's the whole show. And this is
1: Shrek. <laughs> And scene. Cody Awards.
2: So Cameron Diaz kidnaps him and takes him away from the thing he wanted.
1: Presumably. There's, it was, it's a movie where people make a lot of assumptions. Yes. And there's a certain arrogance to their assumptions. (laughs) Here's the best place to hide a battery in a statue that is my name. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh, you know what? This guy that I've spent like a week and a half getting to know, he must be crazy about me crazier than he was about his <laughs> high paying job that he's been doing for 20 years yeah that yeah. allows him to give his pension to his family not pension just sweepstakes winnings it's his pension in the form of sweepstakes winnings Oh, okay yeah
0: well there's also like a lot like a, a weird number of uh, things that happen in this life or death like gunplay like spy game a lot of the things that happen are motivated by people's hurt feelings yes like, there's a scene early on where like uh Tom Cruise gets really hurt that uh um that that Cameron Diaz would be at all um interested in going away from him, you know, like this crazy person who has kidnapped him and then like he's like slamming the drunk on his car and then like Cameron Diaz then feels sad that she's made Tom Cruise she this crazy bad. person who kidnapped him, like, feel bad. And so then she goes along with him. I'm like, really? Really? That's, you know, oh, I'm going to keep going with my kidnapper because I insulted him. I and guess. later
2: Cameron Diaz turns Tom Cruise in because she overhear- she follows him <coughs> and sees him at a rendezvous with a woman and overhears him saying, oh, that that woman's nothing. She's a nobody. And that hurts her feelings. Yeah. Like,
0: it's not very good. She doesn't good. think, like, oh, maybe I'm being protected by him. yeah.
1: No, she goes to prove that she's not a nobody. She's a stooley. <laughs> she goes, I'll show him. She's a snitch. I'll rat him out. Yeah. I'm not She'll a, get
0: stitches for it. I will yeah, mention presumably. also that
2: uh, Tom Cruise's name is cleared the same way that they clear Tango and Cash's name in Tango and Cash, which is by blowing up the bad guy and the evidence.
1: Well, and also there's – he has a private island and there's a plane that is shooting out his private island. Yeah. It's a tiny island. And then he gets in a helicopter and he drugs Cameron Diaz before uh, they fly off the island. So then she blacks out, as do we. (laughs) And then when we wake up, we're all in a hotel. And what I love about that and why I love this movie is I don't need to see the crazy CGI fight between a plane that has super guns and a little whirly bird i don't want to see that i don't want to see how he got off the island no no what i want to see is what kind of thread count is on those sheets you want to
2: see cameron diaz taking a bath and setting up the glasses for the champagne she's going to have a Tom cruise yeah
1: although actually i think after she blacked out this time she woke up on a train
2: Oh, maybe that was it. In which case you get to see her dramatically order breakfast in the dining car,
1: yes, which you might think again, okay, this movie seems to be promoting the roofie lifestyle, but waking up on a train that like I'm sure there's a lot of roofie action where you do wake up on a train, but it's like a subway <laughs> train. This is a classy train. this is the orient express it's the one that goes to Hogwarts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, this is <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't notice in the background, <laughs> Rupert Grint walked by, <laughs> gave a wink. Yeah. Uh,
2: the, uh, the there are I'm a lot of going to
1: be a wizard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of scenes that get gapped out of Tom Cruise. Checking into a hotel room with a with a sleeping woman on his shoulder or bringing her onto a train, you just have to assume that they exist in a world where it's commonplace for a man to drag a woman around
1: It's a caveman world where everybody date rapes <laughs> there should be it should be a, a crawl
2: meeting that says it is the year twenty one twenty five date rape has been legalized, and now your film night and day
1: All right. night well, and date rape. <laughs> Oh, Mister Miller! I see you got a, you got another lady with you. We slipped our roofie, as we all do, in the future where it's legal and accepted. That doesn't look like your wife, Mister Miller. It's not. Thanks to Jack's roofies. <laughs> okay. Should we give our final? Yeah, no, next? we've
0: let this run a little long, uh, which is good. But uh, Well, we it should... gives
1: everyone time to finish the contest. Yeah. We should,
0: but we should wrap this up, uh, and we wrap it up with final judgments. Uh, where we say whether this is a good-bad movie, a bad-bad movie, or a movie that we actually kind of liked. And Elliot, I'm going to let you start off. Of those three, what will I'm going to
2: surprise the listening public Mm -hmm. by saying this was a movie I actually kind of liked a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty stupid and not particularly good, but it like some of the action scenes are kind of fun, and there are a few jokes that are okay, and overall it's just kind of a light, dumb adventure movie. Yeah. As opposed to what we usually watch, which is (laughs) Torture. So
0: no I'm going to agree with you I'm going to say I kind of liked it. I I think if I think maybe if Cameron Diaz wasn't in the role it might have been a little bit better. I don't know. I, I think, think it had the, was,
2: it had the potential to be a very good movie if it had been cast differently and kind of Written and shot a little differently But the con- yeah. the concept 20 of-
0: minutes were cut And it went through Another screenplay pass Maybe Yeah
2: Surprisingly the concept of An ordinary person Caught up in spy hijinks Is not a bad concept For a movie Spy jinx
1: Spy yeah. jinx if you will Which I copyright and I'm working on the script <laughs> Spy jinx Why What do you say What do you I would say that this movie was Murph Goldman's Citizen Kane. <laughs> Murph? Is that his first name? <laughs> I don't remember. And his name, last name was Mangold. <laughs>
2: I'm, sure, I'm sure Murph Goldman, whoever he is, is very happy to hear that.
0: <laughs> and I'm sure he'll, he'll cast you in his next film. If Murph Goldman is listening, if we have a listener named Murph Goldman, please write in. You will win one of our vague contests. Yeah,
1: Marv Goldman, <laughs> the Irish Jewishman, Jewishman. That's right. Okay, it's your old pal
2: Marv Goldman. So, uh, so you liked it?
1: I plan to make you guys watch it again. Nope, right now, nope. Yeah, it's still on the TV, and if you want to come watch it with us. Come on down right now. Join us in the Screenatron 8000, where we screen all these movies. It's all been catered by Jax Roofies and Svetka Vodka. (laughs) The only vodka that robots drink.
2: (laughs) Because robots can't get roofied. Uh, Svetka Vodka.
1: Uh if you guys receive a bottle of Svetka vodka we, then, or some sort of sponsorship or Roofies. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah if by we, either Roofies, we, we won't know it. <laughs> if you receive a sponsorship by either Jack's Roofies or Svetka vodka, I uh, I expect A to be invited back, thanked on air. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it could you never know. New contest. If you work for Svetka vodka, <laughs> and, us vodka, and perhaps you work in marketing and are looking for something to brand your vodka or the other way around. You know what the hell I'm talking about?
2: <laughs> if you if you know the if you're personal friends with that robot that has a woman's face and a weirdly human butt <laughs> in the commercials. That was send the her sexy guy robot. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I will. Say, one thing I did like about for Night and Day was actually a lot of Tom Cruise's performance. No, he was also, actually really good because at it. he seemed like he was playing a, a kind of cartoony version of Tom Cruise. Yeah, so which was nice. He was not playing a. It wasn't like Tropic Thunder where everyone was like, "Oh, Tom Cruise is amazing," and it was like, "This is not a
0: good performance. This is a really stupid." Yeah, he, was, he was doing a joke version of his persona, and that yeah. was kind of fun.
1: I thought he was kind of like the Tom Cruise in Magnolia. 'Cause he was yeah. very positive about everything.
2: I mean in the Tunkers and Magnolia was a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which... So's
1: a guy who has a body count of over fifty eight people in one movie. Yeah. That's right, I counted. How's he sleep at night with all those bodies? they are ghosts that are He roofies himself. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only way you can. And then he takes a sip and then he goes, Down I go <laughs> and then falls asleep. That would be great in a spy movie if you see the spy like uh, You see a lot of death in this line of work That's why I drink That doesn't look like whiskey It's roofies It's how I fall asleep If I'm gonna get any sleep tonight It's by roofing myself So uh, don't touch my butt Who is he talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Whoever he's on the run with (laughs) He's like Touch anything you want Just stay away from the exit door (laughs) Exit through the gift shop If you know what I mean (laughs) Stay away from a Banksy. <laughs> okay,
0: so very quickly, what are we doing now? Our final segment. Just uh, uh, if there's a movie that we've seen recently that we would recommend, uh, although we all kind of liked this film, but I don't think we would say like run out and I watch wouldn't it. Recommend it, but if I like it was on uh, TV maybe. Yeah, you if you're sick and it's on
2: TV and whose line is anyway is a rerun, <laughs> sure. Then I would say <laughs> Night and Day is a fine way to spend an hour and fifty minutes yeah.
0: while you're prying that. <laughs> That act, that army man from your year, um, <laughs> night and day.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, no, if there's a movie that we saw recently that we really actually wanted to recommend straight up, this is the time for recommendations. Elliot, do you have one?
2: I do. I'll try to keep it quick. This is a movie I saw, <laughs> actually just finished watching yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese movie from 1959 called uh, Tokaido Yatsuya Kaidan or. The Yatsuya Ghost or The Ghost of Yatsuya or something like that. And it's um, a really good ghost revenge movie. I didn't know while I was watching it, but it's apparently an adaptation of the most famous ghost revenge story in Japanese drama. There have been about 30 different movies of it. This is the one from 1959 though, and there's a lot of good like – it's in color, and it's this really nice like vivid color. There's a lot of good like spooky moments in it. The ghost is very ghosty, but there's a lot of blood for a movie from 1959, and uh, it's just a good samurai ghost movie, you know?
0: So if you're looking for one of those... If
2: you're you're looking for a samurai ghost movie, and I don't know why you wouldn't be... No. ...then the 1959 version of Tokaido Yatsuya Kaidan is one I recommend.
0: Um, I haven't seen a lot recently, but I watched uh, the movie The Last Exorcism, which I enjoyed a fair amount. Uh... It kind of falls apart a little bit at the end, uh, but there have been like a, a spate of sort of um, fake documentary horror movies. Yeah, too many. And uh, but a lot of them lean on the whole sort of like found footage thing, which you know works well. I feel like, at the beginning of the movie, it doesn't make that much sense as the movie continues. Uh, this- That's what I felt when I was watching the Bear Wench Project. <laughs> sure, but this this movie's about uh, this movie's like more of a traditional uh, documentary style. It's not. Being sold as a found footage it's like this this guy who uh, is an exorcist who has lost his faith and wants to expose exorcism you know for a, as a scam and like these are like sick children who need help and so he really wants these people to come along and be filming him and uh, but then he encounters obviously something that uh, cannot be explained uh, in his cynical worldview mm. an actual some sort of actual demon possession. And it was pretty good for most of it. I liked it.
1: Teen witch. <laughs> Teen witch. Teen witch. The
2: a teenage sandwich. <laughs>
1: it's a sandwich made of teenagers. It's like human centipede, but for teenagers. Disney made it. Demi Lovato's in it.
2: <laughs> it's a, a German scientist going... I'm going to make you into a teen witch. They and so... he's just means just having them lie down between pieces of bread.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Zach Efron, you are going to be the meat of my teen witch. Oh, no! And Raven Simone, you're the pickle. <laughs> um, so, teen witch. Teen witch. Uh, other than that, uh, you were talking about found footage. Uh, I will. Uh, a, a movie that I like that's kind of a found footage movie, um, but it's not a it's not a horror movie. Um and I'm biased because they are co-workers, but it's also a very good movie, is Cooper's Camera that uh Jason Jones co-wrote and Jason and Samantha B. star in it, and it's uh it's kind of like a found footage National Lampoons Christmas Vacation. Mm. Um and I, I, I really, uh, I really liked it. It's, uh, it takes place in uh, the n- near, distant past. Uh, <laughs> so, like, what medieval times? No, what eighteenth century? Let's go to the eighties. Um, but uh, for Christmas, uh, family gets a video camera, and then we kind of follow the story. Through the eyes of the video camera that's being uh, used by the kid in the family, um, and I, I thought it was very well done. It was a, a lot of a, a lot of fun. Um, Dave Foley, mm-hmm. news yeah. radios, Dave Foley, and kids in the sure. hall, kids in the hall, celebrity poker. Uh-huh. Yes, um, he's in it and very funny. Uh, like I said, Jason, uh, Sam, both great. Sam was pregnant at the time, so technically they're. Baby Fletcher was also Mm -hmm. in this movie, although he's uncredited. Probably breaking a lot of child labor laws. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely a lot of child labor laws being broken. Um, Yeah. Mike Beaver is who co-wrote it with Jason.
2: I haven't seen that one. I saw another movie that Jason and and Mike Beaver made called Ham and Cheese that I like. Okay. Where they're two struggling actors. Okay. It's about uh, a teen
0: witch. It's about
2: (laughs) – there's there's a scene in it where uh, Jason's character has one line in a cop TV show where he's supposed to pick up a phone and say, it's for you, and hand it to the to the lead detective. And he so irritates the other people on set that they rewrite it so it's just the lead detective picking up the phone herself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, check it out. Cooper's but Camera
1: it's called? Cooper's Camera. But uh, it's also known as Cooper's Christmas in America. I think in Canada, because they don't celebrate Christmas, yeah. they call it Cooper's Camera. Um
0: Cooper's Boxing Day. Yeah. <laughs> Observed. But uh but <laughs> check it out. But if you're
1: in the but if you're but if you're more interested in art house type movies, <laughs> Teen Witch <laughs> You're saying it as if it's a horror movie. No Teen Witch
2: is not a horror movie. Teen Witch. Teen <laughs> Witch. Now you're saying it as if it's a Metallica song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well this is this is the this is the demo tape portion of his uh <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. audition.
1: Perhaps if you're a death metal band and you're looking for an opening act, (laughs) I'd do a Bobby (laughs) McFerrin-like death metal show. It's called called Don't Worry, Be Scary. It seems like worry. (laughs) Don't scary, be happy doesn't make any sense. But Worry. Uh, Worry, be happy, don't. Yeah.
0: No. So if you're interested in the acapella metal genre, metal <laughs> pella. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming and being a guest tonight. Thank
2: you. are
1: welcome. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> it was my pleasure. You're welcome, Elliot. Thank you. Uh, and Wyatt, thank you, sir, for coming.
1: No, thank you. Let's start watching Night and Day. No. Okay. Well,
0: let's <laughs> sign off and do that. I've been Dan McCoy.
2: I am Elliot Kalen Still.
1: And you don't know who I am. No, I yes, okay. win the contest. Win the contest. You get a free Zagnut bar. <laughs> Good night, everyone.
0: Meow, 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 meow.
1: Don't know why
2: you turned into a cat halfway through no, no, this. The- I don't know
1: the rest of the words. <laughs> <Okay>. Look.
0: <laughs> that's what like Stewart and I always do. It's like for some reason they always trying to me out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's easier. Cats are the world's best singers.
2: And best songwriters.